What's up, Dojo fans? I'm your boy, Bruce Lee Roy, coming back to you again with another episode. Uh, did you miss me? Did you really miss me? <laughs> but nah, I hope everybody out there is doing good, doing swell. Man, this Rona got your boy locked up, though. And I'm sure you locked up, too. But today I got a really good, interesting topic that I want to go over. And I think it's going to be a really, really good. It's going to be some nice information. Hopefully I can help somebody out. Maybe I can help a lost, tainted soul out there. Travel on in the winds. <laughs> but anyways, that topic is going to be what to expect after you graduate. Let's get it in. Let's get it cracking. All righty. First, let's be clear. All right. The most expensive schools are always going to be art schools. Okay. Art schools and art degrees are very, very expensive. That's not even up for debate. All righty. So what you can expect is high student loans and high payments. Depending on the school will also depend on obviously the tuition or, you know, what type of payments you're going to make or how soon should you make payments. Now, I personally have seen schools where you don't have to make any payments while you're in school. And then when you graduate, you have like a little leisure where you got like six months. I've also seen schools where you don't have to make any payments whatsoever until you get a job in the industry. Meaning that there are down there are the school are holding themselves accountable. That is fire. Now, I have personally been in a school where, you know, you, you have to make payments throughout the school. And as soon as you graduate, the payment doubles. So make sure you, um, you know, pay attention to that. And also to just referencing our um, episode I did earlier, where I gave information about what you should look for in an art school before committing to it, which I believe is episode four, is school worth it. Make sure you check that out. So I definitely go over this same topic but a little more great detail, okay? So next is a lot of people in the industry come from privileged backgrounds, all right? I bring it up because, you know, they will have a very, very big advantage over you. And the reason why I say they're going to have an advantage over you is that they will they will most likely have access or the resources to get programs that they're going to need right on the fly because these programs in the game industry are nothing cheap. I mean, Maya's is up to like a thousand something. ZBrush is close to a thousand. I think ZBrush is around $800 or $900. Then you talk about, uh, Mermaid just released Mermaid 2 back four, which is, which is great, by the way. I'm not even saying hold you because Mermaid 2 back three is the she's But four is really, really tough. So I'm not going to get into that detail, but I believe four is around what? $300. I think three, I think three not too long ago was around 180. At least is when I, at least is when I got it. So, Keep in mind that you're gonna need certain you're gonna need certain basic programs to help you, you know, further your skills into the game entry. And most of the companies gonna ask for that anyways. People that don't really got it that much can find themselves at a very, very big disadvantage because how can you advance your skills if you don't have that pro you know, you have that programs? Which leads me to the next thing is that also they will have the resources to, you know, build their own workstation. Now, having a workstation. In, in the industry is, is massive. Matter of fact, without a worksheet, you just can't do anything. And when I say worksheets, I'm talking about you need a very, very nice computer with, with some really nice specs. You're gonna, you're gonna need multiple monitors. That's just what it is. Whether, whether you're an artist or if, you, if you're a programmer, you're gonna need multiple monitors. So there's no escaping that. And if you're an artist, you, you're like, uh, it's ideal that you're going to have up to three or more monitors because you're going to have two monitors that you're going to have your display on and you're going to have another monitor, which is most likely going to be a tablet. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're trying to do 3D work or texture work with a mouse, Lord Jesus, you, you're, you're, you're something special, man. You're something special. 
And I'll tell you what, you're special to me. Because I can't do it, goddammit. And so <laughs> make sure, you know what I'm saying, like the workstation is going to be very important and they will have access to that. So my advice is, you know, look into these things ahead of time so you can already have that money set aside. And also something too, just, you know, I'm not trying to get too much deep into it, but look up certain either you can build your own computers or look up certain specs. Cause like even right now, you know, me, I'm a fast learner and I grow fast. You know, like right now, like I am, I am in a position where I'm literally outgrowing my computer. Well, I have already outgrown it because the detail that I'm putting up, the computer can't keep up with me. Now, when I first got into the workstation vibe, I didn't understand about specs and how it would be nice. Because the only thing I did was, I'm be honest with you, I looked up gaming PC. First thing that came up was iBuyPower, which they are very great. They're, so I'm not even going to knock them, but. Having having a strong PC is definitely going to help you put some really nice details, especially you talk about doing 4K maps and higher, or you talk about doing big do big rendering times, or you're definitely talking about dwelling into the game engine, whether that's Unity or Unreal or you know whatever game engine you're using, or if you're looking to make games, like you're definitely going to be on the development side. Having a really really nice workstation, a strong PC is very very essential. Alrighty. Um, next thing is you know I'm gonna be very very I'm gonna be very very honest with this one. All right, and I want you to listen to you, boy. Listen to your boy Bruce Lee and that is things will not fall in your lap because you have 2D and 3D knowledge let me repeat no things will not just fall in your lap just because you have 2D and 3D knowledge now I'm not even gonna lie to you I'm not even gonna hold you your boy fell prey to that cause I was like boy I know, I know 3D you know cause you know when you before you get into it you started seeing things on games see things on um, film you didn't know that you could make that now you're making all this awesome assets you know you feel like you're just ready for the world cause you feel like there's not too many people out there doing it and you're wrong there's like it's almost like people trying to get into the rap industry goddammit. it it's one on every corner one on every block one on every candy lady store you know I don't Cats, they're everywhere. <laughs> you should expect to always advance your skills. All right, that's that's this period. When you when you get into this thing, and when you're looking for a company, or you're looking for a job, or you're looking to you know even do your own thing. One thing that folks are always going to be expecting of you is for you to always be advancing your skills, which is something I call the next level. I'm saying, me myself, I, I'm I'm always in pursuit of the next level, meaning that. Whatever, if I if I put out an asset today, I can't, the next asset that I'm going to bring out has to be better than the last. I have to be able to advance or it had to be on the same par as that one. There's too many times I've seen many other artists where they come out, they watch a really, really banging tutorial and that they, they create something great and then boom, it's nice, it's, 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 it's holding up good, great details and then the next thing they put is just flops. Like it's, it's not as good as the last thing they put and then they come out with something that's banging. So now it's like you're it's like you're up and down and these companies are always going to look at something wrong like that's just kind of what it is you know what i'm saying at least for me that's pretty that's i'm just talking about personal experience not saying i'm better than nobody but i just want to you know tell you the faults that i don't see so hopefully somebody else won't make those things just feel me next is every year these studios are asking for more and more years of experience because i graduated in around in 2018 Okay. And around that time, on minimum now, on minimum, I was seeing up to around like one or two years, sometimes three, but I'm going to say on average for sure, for sure, it's been around one or two years that um, they were asking for experience. Now, I have seen people asking for three to five years 
or more. I have even seen somebody saying 15 years. I have even seen people break it down where there's like, you have to have been in the industry for five so years and you have to have two or three years in this program or that program. Like it's getting very, very crucial to the point where you're going to have to do something special to really stand out. So that's something to keep in mind. All right. Cause there's, there is a real saying out here where, you know, on average, if you don't, if you don't get a job while you're in school or as soon as you graduate, you're going to fall in the, on this pool where, you know, it's going to take you one to three years to actually get into the industry. So just keep that in mind. All righty. Um, some schools, may not may not have or be able to give you connections to the right person in the industry. So it is your job, I repeat, it is your job to head out and make your own connections. That is very, very important because I give you a nice little secret if you haven't figured it out. The biggest thing for a game dev, the biggest issue that we face is exposure. Nobody sees you. Nobody knows what you got going on. Nobody knows what the hell you can do. Nobody knows what the hell you doing. <laughs> exposure is the big thing. So make sure that you're always trying to connect with people. You're always trying to build, build up your prospects is what I would call it. You know, go to game, go to game um, jams, uh, go to meetups, uh, go to the little any uh, the little any games where they're just sitting over there playing games, talking to people. You know, if you're not into bars, that's cool. You don't have to go to the bars to drink or nothing like that. But I have also seen any any uh, any meetups happen in a bar. You know, me personally, your boy Bruce Lee, yeah. don't, don't be doing no drinking. So I might not be in no bar. But I tell you what, I wanted to go ahead and meet some people. So you actually saw my ass in the bar. <laughs> and it was actually pretty fun. You know, we played pool. I met up some really cool people. I got some really good prospects. And, you know, I even they even helped me introduce, introduce myself into some of the really important people. Because one thing about prospecting and connecting, you never know who you're going to meet. All right. And also, also, too, just an FYI, I actually um, I did give some really good tips and tricks about how to get into the gaming industry, which I believe in episode two. And the, t- and, uh, the topic for that one was uh, different ways you can get into the gaming industry. So I actually go more in depth on this. So I'm not going to get to, you know, put too much uh, stock into this, uh, what I'm saying right now. So just go ahead, check that episode out to get more details on that already. <laughs> Next is what type of of game studios you're looking for. You know, like break, make sure that you go ahead and break that down and come up with a decent list, all righty? Now, keep in mind, this is something that, you know, they may not tell you or you may have to find on your own. And that is, you may not be able to get into the large companies, goddammit. Like, everybody got a dream. I got a dream. Mother Luther King had a dream. But coming fresh out of um, college or school, whatever whatever it is, online school, whatever it is that you got going, you may not be able to go straight to Blizzard. You may not go be able to go straight to Activision or straight to Redstone or straight to, um, what's the big one, uh, like Rockstar. You know what I'm saying? Not unless you're extremely, extremely exceptional or you come from a really, 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 really good school because there are some schools out here who do have that type of pull. But if you ain't got that luchy, your ass might not be there. <laughs> but just make sure you keep that mind and cope with that. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, dialing down a little bit, working for some anything things or, um, you know, making a game with some friends. But just make sure you have that understanding of that you may not be able to get into these large companies fresh out of school. So make sure that you understand that. <laughs> Next is what platforms, like ask yourself, what platforms are you looking to create games for? 
Meaning, are you looking to work, work in mobile? Are you looking to work in PC? Are you looking to work in VR, AR? Are you looking to work in console? Okay. Now, depending on what you choose, uh, could drive the way you model, the way you learn, and uh, even the way you program your own, the programs that you're going to need to acquire this type of talent. Because, you know, knowing what discipline you want to use lets you know, okay, hey, if I'm X, if I'm FX, I'm most likely going to have to be dealing with Nuke. You know what I'm saying? If I'm in VR, I might want to run with, you know, whatever programs I want to run it with that. You know what I'm saying? If I want to do, if I want to deal with mobile, I'm going to need to, you know, work on, work with programs that's going to help me, you know, secure that type of discipline and, you know, doing low poly models, et cetera. Understand where you're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? These are very, very good questions to ask yourself. Because, you know, even myself, I, I felt I, I had to figure that out. You know, I, I even came up with, I realized that, okay, I'm not really into mobile. You know, like I, you know, I play games on my phone. That's cool and everything. But I realized that I'm personally am not into mobile. You know, I like PC, I like VR, and I like console. So those are the platforms that I want to go ahead and pursue. Those are the platforms that I want to learn and dwell in the most on. So now I am gearing myself towards that type of platform, meaning my learning process, my modeling process, the type of programs that I that I had that I was um that I I had to buy or that I wanted to buy. You know, so even when I'm you know teaching myself things, because I'm self-taught in a lot of disciplines where I'm looking for tutorials that's going to teach me specifically so I can stay in this type of genre. So make sure that you ask yourself these questions and cope with that and you know pick a pathway just like a game. You know, they'd be like, choose your path. And you had to go left or right. I choose right. Oh, God. <laughs> Next is, um, this is very important. Understanding what type of professional artist you want to be. I'm going to repeat that. All right. Understanding what type of professional artist you want to be. All right. I'll break that down for you. Like, do you want to be a prop artist? Do you want to be an environment artist? Are you, are you, you know, you, you feel like you're very, very good at 2D. So you want to be a concept artist. What type of concept artist do you want to be? Do you want to be a character concept artist? Do you want to be an environmental landscape concept artist? Are you just a type of artist that's like, like, that you like weapons and armors? So you want to make some badass armor kits for, for the characters that he can sign in. Whatever the case may be. Um, are you more into, you know, um, level design? You you get it through a lot of, you know, um, doing world building and stuff like that. Asset inflammation or setting the tone for the actual env environment artists. So I'm um, the environment artist team. So you so they can, you know, have a good visualization of where they want to place their things, how they how how big things to be. You set the over, you like to set the overall uh, scale of the game, you know, or it's you, you know. You have the time, you have, you know, probably the financial backing. You want to pursue programming in artistry. So you want to be a programmer with some with an artist background. So now you want to be a technical artist where you are artists that know 3D, know the 3D um, discipline, whatever, you know, whatever route you choose, because that can be kind of broad. But you also know programming. So you have some scripting knowledge and, you know, Python. So then you would be a technical artist. There's many different uh professional um artist leeways that you can take choose one whichever one sits best with you knowing your discipline helps you focus on your path to greatness in the field okay i'm gonna repeat that all right because that's a, that's i think i said something real deep there you feel me and that is knowing your discipline can help you focus on a path to greatness 
For me, it's the path to the dark side because you never ever underestimate the power of the dark side. Next is, um, you know, I bring this up because as you learn things, you may change. You know, you may end up changing what you like. You may end up changing your discipline. You may choose a different path. You never know, you know what I'm saying, until you know you try, you get into it. And plus, you may try something that you may not thought you may like before. And next thing you know, you find out that you have a talent for it. Understand, if, if you change up, that's okay. Don't feel inadequate. Don't feel like you don't have a focus. Don't feel like you're lost. Don't feel like nothing because you may like a lot of things. It is okay to change up. I mean, personally, I ain't changed my profession many times. Like, mainly because, I mean, mainly because, I mean, I changed mine up mainly because trying to get into the gaming industry can pull you in many different ways. You know what I'm saying? Let me give you some examples on that. Like, when I first started out, okay, I first started out, I was like, I just wanted to be a prop artist. I love making so many things. I love everything, for one. Um, but my main focus was, like, realistic stuff. So when I was trying to when I was trying to get my first gig in there, the first thing they said was, hey, you know, that was a nice asset. But you know what? You need more assets. So then now I started shit down asset every week, every almost every other day. I'm, 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 I'm pooping out new assets. Then it came to the fact that we're like, hey, you know, you got some really nice assets here. Well, we noticed that you focus more only on one type of um, one type of style. It's realistic. You know, we'd love to see, you know, that you could you get kind of versed out. So we'd like to see some style ass stuff. Well, I'm like, what? You want to see some style ass? Oh, you know, you're Boy, Bruce, I started knocking up some um some 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 stylized asset. Then guess what happened? I, I ran to another studio where I was like, man, you're very impressive. You know a lot of disciplines. You you're you're very dedicated. You're you're very straightforward. We love it. But you know what, man? It'd be nice to see if you if you if you could just do like some real environments. Okay, okay, cool, boom. So then I started busting out some environments. Guess what happened next? Met some other studio where they were like, hey, man, your environments looking nice, man. But you know what? But, you know, everybody kind of places place props in a scene and call it an environment. And it'd be real nice if you can make an environment, make a complete scene, do some storytelling. And you know what? Hell, for the fuck of it, it's renting that bad boy out. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to hurt you. So I'm like, really? Goddamn. So boom, now I'm pooping that out. I did a few of those. And now I came to the studio. They was impressed with that. Yeah, obviously, they always say the same thing. And guess what else would they said? Man, that's a nice environment. But she... It would be nice, you know, if you can just have a character to, you know, because we need somebody that can do kind of everything. So I'm like, God damn, I can't win for nothing. So guess what I had to do then? I'm over here learning character design, which is funny for me. I hated characters. Characters has never been a thing in my vocabulary. You can ask anybody that knew me. The first thing I said is I have zero interest in characters. You know, um, now, now look at myself. Uh, now I'm doing characters. I'm learning character design because I just found that I kind of got a neck for it. And now it's like I can't get my hands off of it. You know what I'm saying? I, and I love Zebra because I want to be the next Zebra's guru. So, you know, I just, just, I bring this up just to say is, you know, if you start off liking one thing and then out of nowhere you decide to want to change up and want to try a different profession. Don't let nobody stay away from that. Don't let nobody tell you that you're not focused. No, it's not that you're not focused. People change positions or change professions all the time. You're not inadequate. You're not You're not unfocused. You're not unambitious. You are pursuing your path and you deserve to pursue your path. And also, you never know if you may have a talent for it, all right?
So I'm definitely going to end this here. I don't want to ramble on too much. You know, hopefully this information helped everybody out here. Also, once again, for the new people that are just joining in, I am your boy, Bruce Leroy. And I am the founder of the 3D Dojo. The 3D Dojo is a a community slash indie game studio that I am brewing up that I developed during the pandemic for gamers and game devs to come together and unite. uh, To join the 3D Dojo should be in in the description. Make sure you click that link. Come on in. Be a part of the crew. We are going to be the next biggest thing. I promise you. Once again, I'm your boy, Bruce Leroy, and I'll catch you later. You feel me? Leroy!